TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. It's the podcast about the radio show, which you can find inside the Odyssey app, the free Odyssey app. You can also find it on its own on the DA Show podcast feed and its own podcast feed as part of a number of extensions of the DA Show, including One Giant Step, a podcast hosted by Merez, New York Accent, my long-form interview series in podcast form as well. Subscribe to both. Rate them. That would help other people find all of these podcasts. So it looks like you are in the driver's seat to lose the NIT Bracket Challenge. Maybe not finalized yet, but you're in last place going into the final two games of the Elite Eight, which means you would then have to deal with your own punishment of wearing your own underwear and running and wearing your own jersey while getting, of course, belched in the face of and slapped in the face with a kielbasa and being pushed in the pool. Yeah, just the wardrobe would be my own. Yeah. Yeah. But that's actually the biggest part of this punishment that I fear the most. <laughs> I know you guys poo-pooed last week on the PGP. Ah, oh, it's not that bad of a punishment. No, 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 no. Me wearing your underwear is a reprehensible thought, and Bogus brought up, oh, maybe it's body image issues. No. I don't mind wearing nothing but underwear in front of a crowd. Is that what he said? It's you your... were going to have body images? Well, yeah, and yes, that was his theory. It's wearing your underwear that I'm terrified of, and I don't know. I, I would have feared it no matter what, but when you brought in the evidence and I actually physically saw the brown stains in those underwear, that was jarring. That was terrifying <laughs> yeah. for me. And you wear those constantly. Yeah, I wore them yesterday. How can you wear underwear that has brown stains? I mean, it works. I mean, they're on. That doesn't feel gross to you at all? I mean, I really don't notice it. I just figure that it's discoloration over the years, but, I mean, they're good quality. They're big brown spots right in the tuchus. I don't know why that happens. I'm not saying why. Well, we know why it happens, but that doesn't, you're not like, ooh, I don't want to wear those anymore because they have brown spots. 
I guess a normal human being should feel that way. That thought never occurred to me. No. No, no, it never occurred to me. How often how often does your wife throw out your underwear because there's brown spots? She well, it's very rare I have a white pair. So she's thrown out other ones that have gotten so shredded in the crotch to the point where I'm basically, you know, wearing a kilt. <laughs> Those have gotten tossed by her. But the lucky thing is I end up inevitably, as my chalky doing the majority of the laundry in our house. Okay. So there are a lot that she just doesn't see that gets shoved in. So I do a decent sprinkling. I just did with some old T-shirts and stuff. But the underwear lives forever. And maybe that's why I do laundry because she's afraid to touch them. Is there a reason that you don't run through your underwears but you do run through your T-shirts? Um, Yes. Probably because the T-shirts take up more room and are more apparent. Like every one of my underwear fits in a small enough drawer. You can roll them up small. So they're less of a nuisance, I think, to keep more of them. Plus, I, you can never have too many. You never know. <laughs> you never know. But why wouldn't you just for Christmas, one of the, the Christmas lists you give to your mommy, why wouldn't you just ask for underwear every year? Well, I recently did, and I, I got them from my mother-in-law, but inevitably, like, let's say I get a pack of four. Maybe I'll throw out one or two, and then, like, two survive. You know, I don't do enough even swaps, and they accumulate over the years. And it is crazy. Like, I get to the point where maybe I run out of undershirts or socks and laundry, and I'll open it up, and I got, like, 12 more days' worth of underwear at least. So you are a underwear hoarder. Yeah, and I bring two to three pairs per day for me every time I go on a trip. You because you never know, sweat. And per day. Per day, oopsies, you never know. Do you bring an extra pair of underwear to work? Uh, you know what's funny? I usually do. I haven't reloaded my bag since Great Wolf Lodge because I took Great Wolf Lodge with me. So I have I have to reload. If I had an oopsie today, I'm screwed. That's I'm hanging my ass out the car window on the Roy home. So when we go to Boise yep. and we're there for four days, how many pairs of underwears will you bring? I will tell you, I brought 12. I'm pretty sure for four days, 12. And then I might even take the pair I wore in the airplane and turn them inside out the first morning out of fear. Oh, no. I've done that before on a trip. Thinking that only 11 more is not enough? I get I get underwear anxiety. I really do. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I I always end up with a ton of clothes that I've packed that I don't touch. But I also could have easily touched them and end up, like, re-wearing an undershirt. Or I, I'm horrible with that. I overpack for times of crisis, but then I never go to them for just normal needs. <laughs> if Danielle saw this pair of underwears with the brown... She's seen. And she doesn't demand you get rid of them? Well, how could she want you to wear those again? She has told me it's time to throw them out, but she refuses to touch them. <laughs> so she might think they're thrown out. I, I, I honestly don't know. It's one of those things. You know, we talked about on, on Wednesday show, the porta potties. Like if you walk in your coworker, you don't speak of it. She doesn't speak to me anymore about the brown stained underwear or the rips because she just would rather not know at this point. Uh, and hope it goes out. I mean, you know, I'll wear gym shorts or pajama pants to bed. You can't see what's going on in the underwear. And what are you going to do? It is what it is. And, again, I've left them on the floor before for her to pick up, but I stopped doing that. I throw them down the stairs. That – you used to leave your underwear on the floor? Doing morning radio, the first floor of my house is all the bedrooms, and downstairs is where the laundry room is, den, and stuff like that. So to get out the door quickly, instead of reopening and re-waking her up in our bedroom and throwing stuff in the hamper – I used to inevitably get out of the shower and, like, somewhere by the door to the basement or by our bedroom door, I would just leave my underwear and socks out for her to, like... But she, there were several mornings where she would wake up, the first thing she would see, brown-stained underwear. And tell me I'm repulsed. <laughs> I can't do this. 
So now I open up my basement door and like a laundry chute. I shove it down there so she doesn't have to see it first thing when she wakes up. You could have a hamper right next to where you take a shower. I could. You're right. But now I got like kids' stools and, you know, kids' potty. It's like I I walk into like an attic when I go in my bathroom now. It's ridiculous. I love when Danielle says the signature, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this. (laughs) I'll get... I've gotten those texts where it just it looks like an American flag underwear just stained. I got to wake up to this, really? So I, I found a way to eliminate those texts. But she doesn't want... She'll leave them on the floor until I get home because she doesn't want to pick them up. She will walk out of the house to go to work. Go, I can't touch that with my bare hands and go to work. If you were to guess why this pair of underwear that the loser will have to wear at Bob's Bar in front of people. So your, your underwear, which will be brown stained, will be in front of a crowd. <laughs> do you, what what's your guess on how they got brown stained? I'm gonna say two words that are gonna make you laugh hysterically, but I'm totally serious. Fart powder. <laughs> I believe that gas over time, if it has nowhere to escape in a tight pair of pants, it's not just get like it is some kind of molecule in the air, like a fart in general. Some might call it a warning sign, <laughs> but like it is in essence an air poop. So I think that if enough blasts of it over years, <laughs> it's like abstract paint. I think that's what it is. But why would I not have the same? Why would Bogus not have the same? Why don't we? Ha- why don't we all have fart powder in our underwears? I can tell you. I've ta- thought about this. First of all, I don't know what all your white pairs of underwear look like, and some might be in denial. Number two, I think I am a heavier mass sitting down and I think a lot of people that are on the move constantly you're moving you know farts could escape down your pant leg up your backside whatever but when you are sitting for long periods of time as I do and you sit with the weight it's like putting you know a chess piece down on a board it's almost like hot press in a panini <laughs> and I think that's it there's no escape so it just kind of molds in and it's not going to take one fart to do that now you do 10 years worth of that it As, does stain. Okay, so you don't think that it was one incident. You think oh, no. it was years of buildup. Yeah, it's like Frank Gore's career. It's a long resume to get to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, there was probably like one little particle at one point. It just and then it like spreads like weeds. Is there any part of you that might be embarrassed to show off these underwear in a public setting? No, no, because I again, I think I'm gonna. There's gonna be a lot of people that watch that day on Twitch and go, Mraz is like me. There's people out there who I'm going to represent that have had this problem. And also, it's not just, I should also say the other part, it wasn't just fart powder, playing sports, being active. You know, sometimes if you get a a juicy center of a hot dog bun back there, (laughs) could lead to some advanced metrics. I see. If you end up losing the NIT bracket challenge, what part of the punishment will you fear? Yeah, not look forward to. You said you wouldn't fear any part of it. All right. Well, I think... What would be the hardest part of it? Okay, so overall, I love the punishment from the standpoint of, like, I think it's hysterical. I think the imagery is hysterical, and I will love one day saying that this happened to me. But what what I am a little scared about is the feeling of how hard I get slapped with a brat or a kielbasa or whatever. Because I think that Baylor's Booker could pack a punch there, mm-hmm. and I won't have, like, the shallowness of the cheek because I'll have three hot dogs jammed in there already. And I am a little worried that in my course of, like, embracing it, 
that it's going to feel very hurtful in real time where, like, I'm going to walk out a little woozy from the pool going, that really hurt, actually. Yeah, you might have a, a line on your cheek of where the kielbasa slaps. Yeah, and nobody wants that kind of shaped line on their cheek. So, yeah, I am a little worried about that. I'm The belch, look, that's something you suck in really quickly. Um, I guess if I really had to fear, a cold, misty day where the pool water is very ice cold because I don't like cold. Yeah. Uh, I didn't deal with that well with the outdoor thing. Like, if that hurt, like, that's the thing, too. A cold day, the brat slap will hurt bad and the water's cold, and then I'm freezing as I'm trying to react to the pain. That feeling will be bad. Mm-hmm. Very bad. But, you know, what are you going to do? I'm also very thankful for Pete because what actually I'd really be scared about would be uncooked hot dogs, and Pete demanded they be cooked. Thankfully. I wouldn't want raw hot dogs in my <laughs> mouth either. Oh, that's a good point. Now, hot dogs are never raw. They are pre-cooked. Yes, I'm aware of that. I, I'm not going to get salmonella from the hot dog, but I don't, like, if you ever see, like, the juicy, yeah. ugh, no, a nice, like, cooked or grilled hot dog or a dirty water dog in my mouth, I'm fine with. And it's like lunch. <laughs> Pete had an interesting response today when we were discussing, what do you say if you're in a stall or in a porta potty <laughs> We did this story where in NASCAR in Atlanta on Sunday, Brad Keselowski got out of the car, went right to a porta potty and then Denny Hamlin did the same thing, didn't realize Kozlowski was in there because Kozlowski didn't didn't uh, lock the door and walked in on him. And so we said, what do you <laughs> say if somebody knocks on your porta potty or knocks on your stall door? And Pete said, he declares no. So stupid. And you said, that's not, you can't say just no. And he said, why can't I say just no? Do you think he really says no? Well, I, first of all, I'd love to know. We never got this. Has this ever actually happened to Pete? But you asked for a one-word answer. The answer doesn't make any sense. But because it's Pete, I do believe he would say that because he says things that he thinks make sense all the time. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> no doesn't mean anything in that scenario. No fits for a lot of answers to stuff. Not somebody opening the door. You don't just yell, no. Unless somebody says, is somebody in there? But then it would be the wrong answer. Right. Now, the way I just said that, I could see it. That was not the way Pete put it in context. If you went, no. Like that, and yeah. like reach for the door, then no makes sense. But he just said it was like a defense. No, almost like the knock is suggesting, is this available? And right. He is saying no. Right. <laughs> but it's the way he said no. You don't know that. That's not a response. To somebody opening a drawn out O on a no, like we did the ooh. You know that that would make sense. We by got- the way, I, we just caught Pete doing a. Did you see what he just did? No. Pete just walked past this studio. And he didn't think anybody was watching, and he did a fake pitcher's wind-up and threw a fake pitch. Come on. That's what he. That's why I started laughing. No. And he sh- looked up, and he saw us in here, and he was embarrassed, and he no. sheepishly kept no, walking. No, no. He turned the corner, and he was doing like a, like a Ron Guidry. And like it was almost like he was thinking about baseball in his head, and he did a fake wind-up pitch. And then he looked up and saw me laughing wow. and just almost like you would catch you know, somebody in the bathroom. He took off. Will you bring it out to him? Yeah. I'm going to say, who are you pitching to? <laughs> he was in his own world, and he didn't think anybody was looking at him. How embarrassing. <laughs> we had a listener bring up the idea that actually the only thing you have to say when you're in a stall and somebody tries to come in or knocks is, oh, 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 oh. And we realized that is what everybody does all the time <laughs> if something happens. Like, let's say you bump into somebody on the street or you're in the grocery store and, like, your carts clink or something, or you're coming into a door and somebody's coming out of a door and, like, it almost <laughs> hits them. Oh, oh, oh. That may be my 
favorite listener tweet because it's something I've never thought about, but is a thousand percent correct. Yeah. And we all that is unspoken language. I would never think to type that word out or what that word is, but it is the same sound. Oh, oh. <laughs> but if somebody knocks on the door, you can't say oop. It's only if the door opens, right? Yeah, which I think was the argument got a little strained. Is it when the door opens or somebody knocks? If somebody knocks, uh, to me, it's always one second or hold on. You say one minute. One minute, right. One minute or hold on. Pete just goes, no. You know, that <laughs> yeah. doesn't work. But if somebody swings the door open, there is the two-hand thigh up, ooh, like that. But I said you can say occupied. Which apparently a lot of people do. <laughs> I it, look. If I went to <laughs> knock on a door, and I heard somebody on the pole yell "occupied," I would no longer have to go to the bathroom, and I'd wait for them to leave and punch them square in the face. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing to say because it's too long, yeah, too it's proper. Like, yeah, it's like a proper long word. Like who's getting who here? You dropping a bomb? Somebody else has to come. You yell "occupied." Nobody has time for that proper language. <laughs> occupied. Come on. <laughs> And what are you going to, when you open the door, you're going to go vacated. When your parents found out about the date of Bob's Bar, which is now June the 16th, it's yep. Friday of Father's Day weekend, they said all all systems go. Uh, yes and no. They're all in. <laughs> There's, I mean, we can talk about this. They're still, they were like this last year and it didn't end up being a problem. Very concerned about the amount of people that could show up. There, There is talk that they still would like prefer a cap from us on amount of people. Uh, my mother's floated the number at 25. And I just, I've told her, calm down. Let's see the kind of general response. If I feel like it really is overwhelming where 60 people have booked plane tickets, then we can place some kind of cap number. I personally think we will be okay. But that was their only concern was we love the event, think it's a great event. We'd prefer 200 people from across the country not be here. Is Bob nervous or just Nancy? Nancy. Bob could care less. Bob kind of wants as many people as possible at the bar. Yeah, he wants to see. And, and of course, they're going to have, you know, the locals that either like the show or like Bob's Bar come for the theatrics of the event. So you got to factor in those people will be there as well. But Bob loves that. And I think at his heart, at his core, he wants to see my mom agitated as well because <laughs> I think he'll get great entertainment out of that part of it. So he almost roots for it just to see her spinning like a top. So there you have it. I remember last year, Nance powered through, had a kidney stone during the event right. and left the event at 10 a.m. to make sure everything was fine and didn't give us the business then. So I think ultimately it should be okay. But it should be noted there's, you know, CBAs and talks of a salary cap. <laughs> <laughs> I got to put together the one sheet for people that want to come out we have the date set, but I'm going to put together a one sheet for everybody that wants to travel. Hey, here's where, you know, West Babylon is. Here's your Long Island Railroad options. And I, and I will find respectable hotels. Here's your enough. hotel right. options. Yeah. yeah. And, and maybe, hey, if you come in for the weekend, here's some things you can do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you come in six days early, you go to Belmont, you know, see the last leg of the Triple Crown. That's the Saturday before. But you're right. Yeah, there's plenty of stuff. And we're not far from, you know, beautiful beaches and all that. You can make a trip out of it. New York City's a heartbeat away. <laughs> Got plenty to do. You know, six hours up to the Finger Lakes. <laughs> you told me that Bob's doing okay being retired. Seems it. Yeah, seems it. little battle right now between how to transfer health insurances. But other than that, he's, he's okay. I, I wonder if he'll be itchy by the time the We Bob's Bar show comes around in two months. Three months. Uh, 
you know, he could be. He is taking a vacation, though. He's getting on an airplane mm. and going to Florida, spend a couple days on the beach in April mm-hmm. and see his brother. So, you know, he hasn't gone on an airplane in a couple of years, too. Really? So I think he'll be ultra Because of all the injuries? Yeah, you know, the injuries mount. You don't want to be flying with those injuries <laughs> up and down, you know, MRI machines and whatnot. So I think he'll be I think he'll be refreshed. I think he'll be raring to go. He genuinely loves summertime outside and stuff like that. So I think the June date will help uh, greatly. I think he'll be fired up. I think he'll be really fired up. I think he'll be in good spirits and excited for it. I think it gives him something to look forward to. I really want to celebrate his retirement with this party. I think it's a big deal. Your dad's been a workaholic for a long time. And I've begun a little research on a special gift for my dad for the event. Nice. Yeah. I, he's not going to listen. I'll just tell you. I, I'm trying to f- track down Frank Viola. I don't know if it's going to be successful, but I really have this vision of not telling my dad he's coming. He's the surprise guest. We do a nice interview with Frank Viola growing up, whatever. And then we have cap film and you do play by play of, you know, you got one at bat versus Viola dad with the wiffle ball. Can you get it done? We clear everybody out in that part of the yard. They could hit facing the bar and see what Bob does versus Viola after the bad surgeries. Wow. Because he used to own Viola in high school. And to see two 63-year-olds battle it out in a backyard wiffle ball, one guy who's pitching a World Series, <laughs> the other's never come anywhere close, never even been to a World Series game, uh, I think that would be epic. Now, I don't know if it'll pay off, but that is my dream gift for my dad. Here comes Viola, and I would love to see my dad melt in that spot. I would root so hard for Viola to strike him out after all the talking my dad's done and have him, you know, have his dreams gash. Can't hit Viola at 63. <laughs> So you want one of your dad's happiest moments to be ruined because he didn't hit Viola. In front of a huge crowd, filmed forever, <laughs> and he can't touch Viola, and Viola's still cranking gas with a level ball at 63. you kidding me? One of the greatest moments of my life. <laughs> I really want to do something nice for Bob, um, A, for retirement, but also B, for opening up his house and having this bar for us to invite everybody over to. So I'm kicking around some ideas. Maybe the listeners can get involved as well so we can all kind of contribute to a Bob retirement gift. But it's going to be a special day. I think this one's going to be a special day. Yep, yeah, and we're going to work on a lot of surprises. Look, there's a chance there's not a dry eye in the place by the end of the day. We'll see. <laughs> see if some of the surprises come come to form. Do you think Pete has already staffed that day's show back here at the studio? For sure. Really? Three months in advance. For sure. Well, he's definitely given Boyle off. Now, Boyle's going to be able to come. Um. And he's definitely going to get annoyed if he staffs somebody who then decides they want to come. Like, insert part-time name here. And that's going to bother him. But there's no doubt about it because it's, it's already March. So, Pete, I'm surprised Pete hasn't asked me about the 4th of July week yet. And that's coming. That is definitely coming. And he's already alerted me, by the way, just to let you know, I'm going to be taking a couple of wraparound weekends, some uh, extended weekends. Friday, Monday is coming up. I said, what are we doing? Fried DAs here for you? <laughs> Fried Balates? So he's already getting in. He's not going to want to be scheduling on those days off. Spring balates? I think we're getting some spring balates. <laughs> That's the way it seems. Wow. So if he's taking those days off, he's getting ahead on scheduling now. You don't want to be bothered on the days off. No <laughs> doubt. Do you think Marie and Denver will show up to see Pat? I do. Really? I do. That's a big it's ask. It's a big ask. It's a big Big ask. It's mm-hmm. a big ask to get Marie in Denver here. And remember, she didn't. She, you know, felt anxious, couldn't go to the parade. I have a sneaky suspicion that the aliens will make her feel really comfortable, and that she puts her eggs in the basket and goes, "I this, I may never get this opportunity again. I have to go. I got to get to Bob's bar." <laughs> wow. I really do. At my heart, I do. Not, and I'm not forcing her to or think she should. 
but I have a feeling she's going to do it. We should have a gift for the person that comes from the farthest away. Yeah, it's boil. <laughs> <laughs> you get to oil up boil, maybe put him in a speedo. Furthest away oils up oils up boil. Oil boil. Oil boil. Chance of oil boil <laughs> ringing throughout, and he sits in Taylor's kiddie pool that we'll have to throw out again. You know, we've used the kiddie pool two years in a row, <laughs> and you're douse them in the baby oil and you're rubbing pap oil up the oil boil wow and you won't know until you show up i mean marie could show up and somebody comes from tucson she's screwed <laughs> we're on google maps how many miles <laughs> is denver how many miles is boise that could be a great moment the oil boil what happens if it's a person that doesn't want to oil boil well i think you make everybody aware you may not you're doing it you're doing it you're doing it That's even it. if it's just one one you, swab. Yep, absolutely. And what you look, and we'll supply gloves if you're worried about hand to One body. swab. At least one swab. And then whoever wants to, we can have like a raffle. You can enter the <laughs> raffle to oil boil too. <laughs> the oil boil. I think that's it. Maybe. Ooh, this is a, the oil boil. That morning, because <laughs> that's Stanley Cup time, boil has to he does Canadian bacon because Connor Green did it last year while being oiled. So that's the, the bit. He has to be able to hold his composure and do Canadian bacon as he's being rubbed down with oil by the person that's traveled the furthest. And that's a segment. And I, <laughs> that's more like an hour. I feel like Boyle would actually welcome getting into a Speedo. Oh, he wants to show off. Are you kidding me? If I got to be up there in a Kenny Martin jersey and underwear, he's going to want to show what he looks like. <laughs> that's actually true. Okay, I'm going to pitch it to him. The oil boil. I love it. Oil boil rules. <laughs> All right, more on today's wackiness here on Side B with Bogues and Mraz. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Hardy har har and howdy do do. It is Mraz and how are you? Andrew Bogish with me as always here on side B of the PGP Bogey. Good morrow. Is it me? Hey, how are you, Sean? It's it, great to see you and be with you. It is. So, Bogues, we are taping this on a Wednesday. Thank goodness. Whew, what a whirlwind couple days it's been on the show. First, let's start how Wednesday started. Yeah. Before, I mean, the Roosters were even yelling cock-a-doodle-doo to the rest of the world. Our boss here, bright and early. First thing he says upon walking into the office is what, Andrew Bogus? So, let me go. You just go even further back because the universe is out to get me this morning because... I've been trying to live in a place where DA apparently now inhabits, where 
the the negative underbelly of you doesn't bother me. And I open up Twitter sitting on the Long Island Railroad and randomly one of the first tweets I see is a response to your tweet last night. I did not see your tweet live last night. Okay. So my first knowledge of it was at 4.20 Eastern this right. Wednesday morning. Because you were sleeping. And I come in and I wrote back to you, but I wasn't in, I wasn't really worked up or anything like that. And I'm sitting in my little cubicle and our boss walks in and as always walks through our newsroom. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And I hear him go, Sean, I'm really glad I know you. You're not a troll. And then away we go. Yeah. Bogues came storming out. Yeah. Behind I didn't say respectfully disagree. But you came out hustling. Yes. Hustling. Yes. And you basically one fingered the boss, not I the did. middle finger. Yeah. And said, I respectfully, he knows what he's doing. Do not give him any of yeah. this. Ba ba ba. Yep. And it caused, I mean, before morning shows had taken the air in New York City at 6 a.m., it caused an outburst from you in front of the boss, in which the boss had to tell you. Folks, why are you taking this so serious? Yeah, and I own and I own the the anger. I wouldn't go as far as outburst. Oh, uh, I, for 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 you, that was an outburst. But there was a pep in my step when I came out because you were shot out of a cannon. There's a number of things in play here, but specifically because you were told Tuesday where the game should be. I thought your tweet was utter nonsense. So for him to come out and go, I did not remember you saying FS1 for the record. Okay, so when when he goes. You're, I love you, or you're a good person, and you're not a troll. He was just wrong. Just he can no, love he's you. Not wrong. He was just wrong. You were trolling as always on Tuesday night. But how could you say I'm trolling when last Thursday, my Thirsty Thursday uh, toast was toast of the World Baseball Classic, and how much the players love it? Because that was done uh, to punch Pete in the proverbial face because of Edwin Diaz. I, I mean, maybe a little bit, but I will no, say all of it. Hold on, hold on. My thought on the World Baseball Classic is made consistent. I, I applaud and understand why players would extremely care about it. What I don't understand is everybody... It's, and it's the same thing I do this with hockey. Why everybody that loves it is telling others why it's the biggest thing in the world when we know it's not the biggest thing here. Well, because I think it's like a chicken or the egg thing. I, I, the idea that people are walking around yelling how good it is uh, is not were, my experience. I think it was the Diaz injury that tipped people over because when people had a problem with the injury, everybody who loved the World Baseball Classic screamed at each other about how great it was. Okay, but so, like, they're defending the event. We're not walking around, like, you know, knocking your front door, making you watch. You hear those things because you've spent the last two weeks knocking the tournament. No, and actually, I really haven't. If you look back, I really have not. I even said this that Columbia game a couple weeks ago was. I truthfully, last night... Obviously, my main concern is going to be my personal local teams sure. having important games. But, and you know this because before the game even started, I sent the topic list to the whole show and I even said, hey, people on Twitter are talking about this game. I went looking for the game and I said, I should have an idea of what's going on. I saw some people on Twitter talking about it and I got, I got annoyed internally. Now, my own home stresses, you know, getting kids to bed and everything played a part in it. You know, not really trusting a one-goal Ranger lead, which I was right. Donovan Mitchell owning the Nets. I was getting a little angry. So when I went to Fox, where I thought you told me the game would be, and I saw it was not on. Yeah. Then I went like an idiot to MLB Network, assuming, okay, maybe the game's just on there. It's a Tuesday night. And I didn't find it. And admittedly, I did forget FS1 existed, which is my own problem. Yeah, and that's my point of your tweet. Like, that's not baseball's fault. I'm not pro, and I will get reprogrammed in if, you know, Yankee games are on there again and stuff. But, you know. NHL games aren't on there. NBA games aren't on there. Right. Okay, you get the Big East game occasionally, but I'm really not watching those during the week. I grew frustrated that I had a couple. Now, if I was down downstairs, I had multiple TVs. I, could, I wasn't. I was in my bedroom folding clothes and whatnot. I was annoyed. 
So that made me take the Twitter to go, you know, all you guys pumping this up. I Basically, my sense was, how big could this game be if it's buried on FS1? I got to go looking for it. Right. And I and A, to me, that's not buried. That's the other f- channel that baseball's main TV partner utilizes, right? So and oh, and game's B, not on TBS. They're a baseball partner. That's a big channel. I said that, that but Fox right. is their main partner. Are but they not? If we've had the weekend games on Fox, right? And I know they've been there because that's how I found some of the World Baseball games, like flipping through CBS right. to Fox, college basketball to college baseball. Yeah. How does your championship game that apparently the world cares about not resonate okay. on that channel? But like I said on the air, like that's a fine question. I, I, I could argue that the game should have been on Fox last night and they picked 911, whatever version of that show is. And right. if it gets and if that TV show, like I said on the air, gets more viewers than baseball, that's not Bad for baseball. Only football does better than regular TV shows. Yeah, I guess. Popular TV shows are always going to beat sports for the most part because that's just how many people don't like sports and are watching those shows. But this was my point. I think people get lost in. People can be captivated by an event as some American sports fans were. But I do think a lot of those people said, how could you? Everybody cares about the World Baseball Classic. If Fox thought everybody really cared about the World Baseball Classic on a Tuesday empty night like this in March, they would have put that game on Fox. Except, though, that it's not empty for Fox because they're not just a sports entity. I understand so that. Like, but, so but, there is also that as well. Wasn't it fair to say this is why all these networks trip over each other still for sports rights? Because sports is still like that one thing. Now, I know football's different. Yeah. But let's be honest. I mean... But also, too, like... And I don't know if I'm... I don't think FS1 is part of the, like, any higher tier, like, cable subscription thing. Like, FS2 might be. But like, if you have cable, if you have television, you have FS1. Yeah, I mean that. So I, to me, like that's not a, that huge of a jump. You and I are not the right people to ask about this because I personally, I just know on Directv, I have everything from the ACC network to the. Right. Like, that's just one thing I made sure yes. I had. All which the is why I channels. think, which I think is what FS2 is in, and that game show obviously I've never right. been on that channel. But FS1 is, as far as I know, is like a basic channel. So I don't agree with your the with your word of buried on FS1 that's not buried to me. I will say even even in my direct TV settings the fact that it's way down the line on 219 you know you got to go through 13 14 sports channels before you get to it tells me it's not that high a priority. But that's where, but okay but that's again that's where direct TV put FS1 oh, well, like that's not be, that's not a value judgment on them. I I'm just saying again if the game was that important as I was led on to believe, I shouldn't have to look for it on FS1. But and okay. the bunny ear people, but we're in the, brain okay, cramp. Okay, the let's, let, with all due respect, we can put them aside. Again, you knew where the game was and you forgot. So your whole point is based on information re- that you were given that you didn't retain. You even yourself said either Fox or FS1. Okay, I, I really thought Fox. And to me, why would I not think Fox? So, again, so that I get. We can have a conversation whether that should have been on Fox, but when it wasn't on Fox, I don't think I'm asking too much for you to have gone, oh, let me try 219, and then you would have been, your problem would have been solved in eight seconds. It's, even if I hadn't told you that, I still think that should have been your well, second thought, and it I'm wasn't. also trying to time out a commercial break and other games right. to get to it. Because, well, like, like I said on the air, it's if not you, like I'm sitting down with the bag of chips going, I got 10 minutes to figure out what channels does, then I'm going to stick with it. But like, and I again, I don't think this is an unfair request for me. But like, if you gave, if you named anything important for any sport that we even remotely care about, I could tell you the channel options. But see, I think ten years ago I would have been able to tell you that as well. I think I'm just in a different uh, 
form of life, more hectic, more busy that I I feel like my dad wants. I just want it simple for me. Where where's this game? Well, again, I I still think that big two, events should be on big channels. FS One is still not a big channel. I still well, I would I think I would disagree with that too. Like I just think you're all over the place now, and you you not thinking FS One is your is is on you, not on baseball. All right. Even well, even if it was on MLB Network, you, your point would be so much better. But FS1 to me is not buried. See, I view MLB and Network as a bigger be, deal to me. But it's, that's, that's just not true. As a baseball fix, I can just know, you know, Costas lives there, you know? I think you should know that FS1 the, is the alternate. Let me close with this. Because you went to PIX, as you said on the well, air Well, because Wednesday. sometimes. Like, that's your fault, really. No, but also, when a game is on cable, like Monday Night Football or a Thursday Night game or something, they will put that on here locally on that. Right. And some Met games or sometimes, like baseball, I catch on that. Like, I would think over the air, the game would live. It's, I, I, Amer- it's America versus Japan for a championship. Yeah, as usual, like, we're just not going to, like, I, the, you're, the, the fact that your brain took you to Fox's, like, Overwrought, like overrun yeah. setup, not oh, and FS1 go, is a weird and I did jump actually think of FX because the XFL they've been bumping there See, now. Even that, I get like it just FX, I know no, the XFL one. Okay, there we go, and we're done. All right, lastly, yeah, Pete the body mm. talking to DA with about Catalan going to Syracuse Hall of Fame. Pete the body claims that he had nothing to do with himself being put in his Hall of Fame, despite the fact he was on the board. He goes, I walked away. I didn't like the way things were handled. He excused himself from Do the- we think Pete the body makes the Hall of Fame if he's not on the board of his school? Oh, I mean, I, I don't know. And I don't, that's not a disrespectful thing. Like, that's what put him on their radar. Right. He he knocked on the door and let them know, guys, I'm here. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, like. The only way I would ever make the WFUV or Fordham Hall of Fame is if I continued to do their live streaming games and keep myself in their mind for the next three decades. Which is why I'd be a little... Look, you should be prideful about whatever school you went to, but, you know, you have to understand your place too, right? I mean, if I am the leading, you know, ring bearer of my school and they start a Hall of Fame and I'm putting me in there... I mean, Pete can't stand at the same podium as, as Fred Goodelli, with all due respect. It is, it's an interesting debate whether Goodelli should have bowed out or not. Put it this way. Goodelli probably stood there that day as he was about to be in the Hall of Fame as Pete spoke and said, oh, man, how pathetic is it that I'm here? He's never been back since. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you and I are in lockstep. Yeah, where, can we get you on, where can we get you on Twitter? Uh, at Andrew Bogish. You can get me at Marat CBS Boy, which is an unnecessary takedown of Pete at the end. Thanks for <laughs> letting me got that in. Thanks for listening to this week's BGP. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.